Welcome to Unabashed You, conversations to become who you already are. The focus at UI is to be who you are without apology, for you are one of a kind, without equal. Be encouraged as these conversations will help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Your companion to the whimsy and beauty of the human spirit, Rochelle Condi now. First off, I want to express gratitude to you listeners out there, to Argentina, where Unabashed You recently ranked in top podcasts in society, culture, and relationships. Wow. Very delighted you're finding the value. The last 30 days, we've had listeners on the website from Canada, Australia, United Arab Emirates, France, United Kingdom, India, Germany, Mexico, Nigeria, Philippines, and the good old U.S. of A. Truly, truly, thank you. We'll keep at it as long as you like. As an aside, we had technical difficulty with today's sound. Things should get fixed shortly. Thanks for your patience when listening to this episode. For the show today, we have Taylor Condi now, a guest in our Believe series. Yes, she's a relation, a daughter. If you've been a longtime listener, you've heard her before in A Crash Course in Adulthood, Episode 5, and I Did It My Way, Episode 54. She has some things to say about pretty privilege which was not a phrase I'd heard before. Oh, sure, I've seen certain people have advantages based on attributes they had little or nothing to do with, but hadn't heard it from the unique perspective of this 21-year-old. My daughter Taylor and I were having a conversation on the phone recently, and I, I found what she was saying intriguing. I asked her to come back onto the show to share her thoughts. She's been on a couple different times before, once at the very beginning and uh, last April in a mother and daughter series we did. She's 21 now and has done a lot of adulting in these past few years. Welcome back to the show, Taylor. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Is there anything you want the listeners to know about you to start? Um, Well, as you said, I'm 21. Um, I'm currently married for over two years, and um, I work out daily. It's a very good, healthy thing to do. Very passionate about it. (laughs) Good. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) There you go. What three words would you use to describe yourself? Um, Well, as I said, I'm very passionate, uh, caring, and loving. Okay, passionate. Okay. So those are your three, passionate, caring, and loving? Okay. Yeah. Well, those are lovely words, and I agree. What, uh, true, truth, and lie, you've done this many times. What, what, would, you, what would you say to try and fool, fool your mom? Oh, God. I wasn't trying to fool you. Oh, you don't have to fool me. That's <laughs> true. You don't have to fool me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, so I'm 5'5". Five, five. Um, I've been to Hawaii and I have a golden retriever. Oh, okay. Well, since I haven't, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I think you are around five, five. You, okay. So I'll set that one aside. I know you've been to Hawaii and then you the have a golden retriever parts a little tricky because your dad and I have a golden retriever and then you and Zach have a German Shepherd. So I'm going to go with the golden retriever as the current lie. 
Yes, that is, okay. that is correct. I wasn't sure if you were thinking, well, we all as a family have a golden retriever. You know, I wasn't yes. quite sure where you were going with that. And 5'5", five, five, you could have tried to throw me off a little bit because maybe you're 5'5 five, five and a quarter or maybe you're, you know, 5'4 and 3 fourths. I don't remember the your exact measurement, but I thought maybe you were trying to trick me with that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one of your favorite movies of all time. So I actually just watched this movie and I thought it was so well done. It was so good. I watched it last night. Okay. Um, so it's called The Books of Blood. Oh gosh. And it is a horror movie, of course. Oh my gosh. Um, so it's about three little short stories that all tie in together. I won't spoil it for anyone who actually wants to see the movie, but it is very well done. And it's not too freaky. It's not really scary, at least not for me. But I think it's just, it, it tells a very good story. Okay, listener, we'll, I'll need to share a little backstory here. Taylor has, uh, maybe not always, but for a great portion of her life, been drawn to, to horror movies. And um, now she's reading that genre as well, literature-wise. And um, I that is would have to be way down there as one of my very least favorite genres to the point where I really don't even partake. And that's the beautiful thing about being who you are is you exactly get to like what you like. I've never heard of this movie. I probably will never see this movie. But guess what? Taylor gets to show up and be exactly who she is. <laughs> and so do I. And we get to be unapologetic about that. Thanks for sharing that, Taylor. The name of person that inspires you. And you know what I love about these questions, by the way, Taylor and listener, that these are fluid. I mean, you might answer this question differently tomorrow and you might answer it differently yesterday. These things just keep evolving and revolving. So there you go. Name a person that inspires you. Well, you do. Um, that's probably the only person I can think of just because you're a constant role model in my life. We talk Aww. basically every day. Uh-huh. Um, and I've just, I've seen you through everything. I've seen you through jobs. I've seen you through just difficult situations that you've been through and just how you handle it. Mm. Um and basically anything you put your mind to, you accomplish every single time, whether Aww. it's difficult, whether it's literally like the hardest thing you've ever done, you still get it done. Wow. And I really hope to be like that because life is hard, as we all know. And I just want to be able to accomplish stuff. Oh, Taylor, that. Wow. I'm I'm moved and um not I, I just I feel real warm and glowy inside <laughs> we're both kind of giggling here and I well thank you I just I feel so grateful that that um you know that I've been a good influence on you and I, I definitely we could spend a whole nother episode on all the errors that have been made for sure Today, we're celebrating the good stuff. So thank you for that. And by the way, I did not know that was coming. So I, it's even, <laughs> even sweeter and even more lovely. Thank you so much. What's a piece of wisdom you keep handy? This one I did not rehearse. So um, 
Hmm. Well, um, it's going to definitely tie into the other stuff that we're going to start talking about. Um, okay. But so as you can, as you know, there's a lot of 15 year olds and a lot younger these days. Um, of course, as probably a lot of your listeners know, um, TikTok these days is very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so my wisdom would probably be just, you don't need to grow up so fast. All of these oh. girls are acting so grown up and showing off their body and um, the parents don't really do anything about it. Um, they exploit it. And so just don't grow up too fast. Like if you're a child, like a literal child, like 14, live like you're 14. Do what a 14 year old would do, not what an 18 year old would do or someone who's showing off their body and doing all of this grown up stuff. You don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. You, you can just live, just enjoy it. Right. And that is a very hard thing to convey to a 14 year old. Right. And we talked about this a little bit on the phone the other day, how hard that is, because when you are those ages, you really think that you, you, cause your body is kind of grown up. You, you think you're a grown up. It's kind of, it's a little misleading that your body is so grown up because you think you are. And then as you progress into your twenties and later, you look back and you, you think, Oh my gosh, boy, I sure didn't know as much as I thought I knew at that time. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Right. And, and it seems like the parents, we try to slow you down, slow you down a bit. Right. But it, that's frequently met with a lot of, um, uh, you know, pushback, pushback because, you know, 14 year olds feel very grown up, but I, I love your advice. You don't need to grow up so fast. Enjoy being the different ages you are. Cause suddenly now you're, you know, you're older and you have the cool thing about being older is you're older, right? And you get to now do all these things. But the flip side of that is obviously all the responsibility and the, you know, bills and the, all the things that you have to do in that part of your life that go with making choices. It's, there's such a carefreeness of being a child that I think kids don't really fully get. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> All right. As you know, Taylor, we're in our Believe series. And so what, what we're talking about are different uh, beliefs that people have. And so why do you, what do you believe? Why do you believe it? And how does that show up in your life? And of course, that could cover a multitude of topics. We get to go wherever you'd like to go. What do you believe? Well, today... Um... I would like to talk about pretty privilege. Okay. Um, This is a very hard topic for me um, because I just, I didn't think it was real for so long. I just thought that it was something that people make up to um, put their insecurities, project their insecurities onto something and make up this whole thing called pretty privilege. Oh, it's not real. And then one day it happened to me and I was like, oh my God, this is real. This is something that happens every single day to people. 
Okay. So when you talk about pretty privilege, what are you, one, is that an actual phrase that people use? That's one question. And two, what, what does that look like? So, um, yes, it is an actual phrase that people use. Um, most people say, okay, well, let's start here. So, um, as you know, before I got married, I was significantly thinner, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I had, <laughs> um, I wasn't working out, but I wasn't eating as much and my metabolism was super fast. So it would just, I could eat anything I want and nothing happens, no consequences. Mm-hmm. And then I got to 20 and everything just caught up with me. And I gained 80 pounds in a year. Wow. Mm-hmm. And just the fact, okay, I'm just going to use this like <laughs> little example. I was, me and Zach had just moved into our own apartment and I had no idea how to fill up my tire at all. No idea. And his tire was flat, completely flat, like on the ground. And I had no idea. I was just driving. I went to get a car wash that I did weekly and I was going to the car wash and this guy approached me. I had no idea who he was. He's never talked to me. Um, he worked at the car wash and he sees me weekly, but we didn't like talk. So he approaches me and is like, uh, let me do that for you. It was free already. Um, I probably would have had to figure it out on my own. He was like, let me do that for you. Most people would say that that could happen to anyone and he was probably just being nice, but I'm going to stop you right there because it's, I literally have had this conversation with somebody on the street and they said that exact phrase. And I was like, well, now that I'm 80 pounds heavier, I weigh 176 pounds which some may say that's not a lot, but for me, that was a lot and a totally drastic change in my life. And um, anyway, so I go to fill up my tire another day on base. There are four men. I still didn't know how to do it because no one had taught me. Zach was at work. I couldn't call him. So I'm asking for help. I'm asking all of these men to help me, right? Because there's no women around. I would have asked a woman if there was, there was women around. And I go and I'm asking. Nobody is, is talking to me. No one. Everyone is ignoring me. Every single person. Okay, I'm going to pause you just for a second. Not the recording or anything. But you're, you're jingling a little bit. So I'm not sure what the jingling noise is. I would say you have earrings on, but you don't have earrings on. So I don't know if it's the glasses going against your, your ear things. I'm not sure. Anyway, I just wanted to make you aware of that. We're trying not to have too much of a distracting sound while you're saying these super important things. Okay, the next thing is, can you kind of back up in your story a little bit and tell us the time frame from example one to example two? Or were these like at the beginning, uh, you know, it's sort of at the beginning of you living on base and then very recently? So is there like a good... So are you talking about before you gain the weight versus after you gain the weight? Is that kind of what we're distinguishing the two stories? Yes. Um, before I gained the weight, uh, I was probably about like 125, 130. And I lived off base. Um, this is actually around the time that Zach and me first were getting married. Uh, I was 19. Um, I 
was just starting to drive um, and get my foot in the door with that. Um, and then the second story was very recently when Zach had, um, well, we didn't know at the time, but his tire was shredded. Mm. And I was stuck. I remember me calling you mm-hmm. and telling you how stuck I was. Right. Yeah. Nobody was helping me. And I was like asking people to help me. And everyone was just ignoring me and not paying attention. Wow. So in that in that moment, example one, example two, especially, honey, you can put your glasses back on because it wasn't the glasses. I'm not sure what exactly is the jingle sound. Um, between example one and example two, I want to know kind of your thought process and then your feelings around both. Okay. Um, when a random guy approaches you, you <laughs> or just me, um, I generally don't act very nice. Um, (laughs) at first it's not because I'm a mean person. It's because I'm guarded and things have happened to me and I'm very, I'm a very guarded person. So I wasn't really sure about why he was coming over to me in the past. I've had guys yell at me. I've had lots of different things happen. So him coming up to me and asking to do this nice thing. I was like, Oh my God, like, that's awesome. And this was an example one we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. Like some guy is coming over and filling up my tires for me. Um, I didn't really think anything much of it because we had a lot going on in general um, at that time, just with our first apartment and getting stuff ready. Um, this actually was like the third day that we were in that apartment. Okay. And so it was just, very exciting. Everything was happening. We were all very happy. Um, uh, the second one, I think, well, I was probably pretty stressed out in general because I was literally stranded at this place and didn't know what to do about my tire. I didn't know how to fill it up. I didn't, no one was helping me. I was pretty desperate for help. Um, which you'll see in my third example, once we'll talk about it later, but at that time, I was pretty just upset um, that no one would listen to me, mm-hmm. that I was over here. I was asking for help, and no one would take time out of their busy day to just come and help me when I would drop everything and help someone. I'd be like, you know what? Let's figure this out. Like, right. I'm here for you. I wanted someone to do that for me. Okay. At what point, after example two, did you start to theorize or draw the conclusion that this was now um what conclude I mean I'm not forming my words but it seems like you came up with a theory about this between example one example two so what's your theory and yeah tell us about that I think it took me about a year to figure out and put that together um so it wasn't instantaneous. That, it wasn't immediate. It took no, a while. I, I did not see anything like that um, at all because I was not thinking about it. I was just thinking, oh, good ha- things happen to people all the time. This is not something that needs that I need to deal with. And then once it hit me, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I if I had been like this because so many people would talk to me and I'm very friendly I'm a very friendly person I'll talk to anyone Mm -hmm. um 
it's just my natural personality to talk to people. And if I see someone who's upset, I, I want to know why I want to know if I can help. Um, and of course people don't always have that personality. A lot of people are introverted and don't really want to talk to people. Right. But I think it also goes hand in hand with pretty privilege. Okay. So you feel like you, are you saying that you feel like you had pretty privilege back when you were 80 pounds lighter and now you're feeling that you don't, is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Do you feel like, well, society makes too much, puts too much emphasis on looks and weight? Well, yeah, there's a lot, actually. Even when I was 80 pounds lighter, I still was on Instagram. I was on Snapchat. Everywhere you go on the internet, there's just this emphasis. Yes, it has gotten better. With Lizzo, who is, you know who that is? Yes. Yeah. So it's gotten better with her. It's gotten better with a lot of influencers who are overweight. Not overweight, but like plus size um, because they don't like to use that word. So plus size um, influencers, which is awesome, but they still get an enormous amount of hate that the skinnier influencers don't really have to deal with, in my opinion, from what I've noticed. Um, And so it makes it hard. Like, I don't even post about my body on social media but when I was 80 pounds lighter, I'd post pictures of my friends. I post pictures in a bikini. I had that confidence because nobody would body shame you. Or at least I didn't get body shamed very much when I was 80 pounds lighter. I know a lot of people deal with that too, but in my experience, it wasn't like that. Now, whenever I go outside, people laugh. Like I'll hear people snicker when they look at me. And it just it makes me feel so bad and it's so hard to even like I'm not even going out in like outfits that are like not modest like I'll literally wear leggings and a t-shirt and I still feel people like looking at me and being like oh why is she here like why is she working out like all of that stuff and it's just hard it's so hard Mm. yeah it and especially like you said like right now with social media and the way that um we're so consumed by it. We spend so much time in it and um, it's not very real in, in, in one sense. So you believe that you believe pretty privileged through your own personal experience and how now as you're navigating this, how is, how is it showing up in your life? Um, pretty privileged and feeling like, I mean, do you want pretty privilege back? I mean, this is, that's a whole nother interesting topic. Um. So it's not so much that I want it back. I think I just want to be healthy. I think Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel so heavy anymore. Not in just the weight sense, but like I I literally feel tired just walking up a few stairs. Mm -hmm. And I hate that because I work so hard. Like I work out two hours every single day in the gym and I work my butt off. And I still, it's so hard. It's such a hard process. And I encourage Anyone who is going through the same thing that I am, just keep at it because like, I'm not going to stop, but it's just, it's really hard right now. Right. Um, what, what was your other question? Well, I think your goal of wanting to be healthy is extremely wise and um, is spot on. That's really what it's about. 
Yeah, it's not so much because I see all these girls. Um, do you know who Eugenia Cooney is? No. So if you ever look her up, um, it's pretty disturbing for me because she is just so skinny that mm. like it's just so unhealthy. You can see her ribs. You can see all of that stuff. And she does not care. Like her followers are literally worried for her. They're telling her all of this stuff and she just doesn't care. And then you have these 13 year old girls who see how many followers she has and how everyone is, I hate to use this word, but fetishizing. That's how you say it? Fetishizing. Yeah, yeah, that was I think so. Yeah, sure. The way her body looks. And all these girls are like, oh my God, I want to be that. I just threw up for three days because I want to look like Eugenia Cooney. And it's a horrible, horrible thing. But that's the thing. And if she was a hundred pounds overweight, 200 pounds overweight, you think people would do that? No, they wouldn't. Mm. They're, even if it's unhealthy, people will still tell her that she looks amazing. Mm. So what, what do you think the answer is? Okay. So your goal is to be healthy, but what, what's the answer overall? Or a strategy should, because they're either, it, you know, it's not like this perfect one thing is going to fix it all. What do you think? There's definitely not a perfect one thing yeah, <laughs> that can fix all of the issues today. Um, but just treat everyone equally. Treat oh. everyone equally. Whatever, whatever that person is, whether you like them or not, whether you like their body or not, whether it's your type, your, your type of personality, anything. Just treat everyone with kindness because you never know how hard of a day that person is going through. That's true. Or, or week or month or year because that entire year, even though I was skinny, it was the hardest year of my life. I had wow. so many things that I had to figure out. I was adulting. I was, I was growing up and nobody was there for me in that sense besides you guys, my parents. Um my friends would say, oh, my God, you look so great. But they didn't know that I was struggling, mm. you know, because nobody posts that stuff. Nobody posts, oh, my God, I'm going through such a hard day today. No, they post, look at me and my friends drinking martinis on a yacht, you know. <laughs> so it's not as it's not as not everything it's cracked up to be. And if you are only looking through social media for your gratification or for a goal, which is what I was doing for a goal. I would look to social media where all these girls edit their photos and make themselves look skinny. And it's not even an achievable goal mm. without work done, without Botox, without all this stuff. And that's not, it's not achievable. And I would not be able to achieve that even if I wanted to. I just want to be a healthy, happy person. A healthy, happy person. Mm-hmm. How'd you get so wise? You. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. You are so sweet. Anything you want to say in conclusion? This has been a very, um, very powerful conversation. I I'm just feel very grateful for the, the space that you're standing in and sharing it with, with our listeners and, um, you know, anybody else who happens upon this, how important these words are. Is there anything you want to say in conclusion? Um, 
it definitely gets me like really emotional about talking about this stuff because it really did happen in my life. All of it did happen. Um, and the way that people treat each other right now is just awful. Like, why would you go on the internet and put somebody else down when you could build somebody else up? Oh, when you have the choice to go one way or the other, why not go the good way? The healthy, like, positive, encouraging way. Literally some people, <laughs> I will be having the worst day. And I've literally gone to Walmart because I had to do shopping and I've gone there crying because I'm just so stressed out. And having that one person just smile at me or even tell me hi is just amazing. Like it, it makes my whole day. I'm like, somebody cares. Somebody cares. They can see it. And how, what a great message that, you know, one person's smile, you know, one person just connecting with you through a smile can make all the difference. So it sounds like you're a real advocate of being the change you want to see in the world. That's kind of a popular saying right now, be the change you want to see. I'm not exactly sure who said it, but uh, I, I like it. And it sounds a lot like that's what you're saying as well. I love that saying. I think that saying should be everywhere. I think it should be on billboards. I think everyone should know that okay. um, because people, honestly, I don't, I, there's so much going in the, around in the world right now. There's so many issues that we could have hours and hours of conversations about. Um, but the ones that really truly affect me are when somebody's having, it sounds so menial, like just so minimal, like it's not even like a problem that we should be talking about, but every single person, there's so many people right now who struggle with the same stuff as me, depression, anxiety, all of it. And the fact that we have to go through this every single day and you guys could like other people out in the world could just say one thing and it would just make me so happy and make other people so happy like you it's just the little things it's the little things yeah well I'm all for that I want to thank you so much for your your patience as we tried to figure out how to record this episode with my mic not working <laughs> properly and um <clears throat> hoping the sound is all right and as ever wow you've really done a lot of growing up in these last three years and I want to thank you for all that um, it's kind of like that little, the, you know, the butterfly coming out of the, the cocoon, right? They have to, you can't help them do that. You know, they have to kind of, you know, press against the, the cocoon and, and make their way out to become the beautiful butterfly. And you are the beautiful butterfly. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us today, Tay. You are welcome. I admire how this young lady is adulting into a cherished version of herself as she expands into who she is. We need to really understand ourselves before we can embrace who we are. Like her love of horror as a genre and my aversion to it. It's all good, as I like to say. Taylor gets to be her own healthy, happy person, as do you and me. The Unabashed You website has a page for each guest filled with photos, quotes, and a blog with embedded audio at unabashedyou.com. You can find the show on other podcast platforms. Want to lend your support and encouragement? 
We invite you to subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find us under Unabashed You. If you want to connect, the email is unabashedyou at gmail.com for questions, comments, and anything else. If you want to be part of our weekly emailing list highlighting the week's episode, give us a shout. We'd be happy to add you, and your info will never be shared. Website visits, social media, and word of mouth in sharing these episodes makes us discoverable, so thanks for your support there. We want these conversations to help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Be encouraged as you continue to listen, read, and be inspired. And now our blessing, inspired by Taylor sharing what an unexpected smile can do. May the blessings of this day radiate through your smile, be helpful through your hands, and shine through your heart. Amen. And that's by yourfates.com. Today, go out and be unabashed. Be unabashed.